Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. We tune into a show, a sporting event, a game. Some have eaten dinner or are eating as they watch. Some are halfway around the world, going about their lives. Suddenly, the player tackles another, as is his job, to keep another team from scoring. Then the player stands up, then collapses backwards. He is 24 years old. Medics go to work, millions hold their breath. Such was the recent moment on national television, witnessed in replay around the world. What did that player most need at that moment? Something in less, perhaps less dire circumstances we all need at certain moments in our lives. A collective wish of life force. A collective wish in prayer. You know that I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills player. For a moment, all those watching, those around the globe united with a powerful wish or prayer or silent hope for this player's future. And it occurred to me in witnessing it that the power of that wish, if only momentary, infuses both the wisher and the person of our concern with possibility, with the life force of our collective life force. It got me thinking about people who have inspired me about the life force. My first novel, for which this podcast is named All That Matters, gratefully received advanced praise from a number of incredible people, amongst whom were the New York Times bestselling authors Kristen Hanna, Faye Kellerman, and the late incandescent Richard Carlson, author of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series. And with all of that still, no blurb moved me more than that from a remarkable woman, a life force all her own, Dr. Rachel Naomi Remen. Rachel Naomi Remen, although trained as a pediatrician, gained fame as an author and teacher of integrative medicine. She's founder of the Remen Institute for the Study of Health and Illness and a professor of family medicine at the Boonshoff School of Medicine at Wright State University in Ohio. She's also a clinical professor emeritus of family and community medicine at UC San Francisco School of Medicine, and that's where she developed the healer's art. Her course taught to medical students around the country and the world. Her beloved books include New York Times bestsellers Kitchen Table Wisdom and My Grandfather's Blessing. And in September of 2022, she published her first book for children, The Birthday of the World, a story about finding light in everyone and everything. 
And it seems to me that that's exactly what we were doing for that Buffalo Bills player. Finding light in ourselves and wishing it onto another. Rachel Naomi Remen says in My Grandfather's Blessings, most of us lead far more meaningful lives than we know. Often, she says, meaning is not about doing things differently. It is different seeing familiar things in new ways. Seeing familiar things in new ways. Pausing, looking at the things that we do, the simplest, which is to make a wish, to say a silent prayer, to utter a hope, which we do for people who are in potentially tragic circumstances, as was Damar Hamlin, number three for the Buffalo Bills, who collapsed on the field. And suddenly everyone uttered a hope or a prayer or a wish. But the uttering of this prayer or hope or wish is a very powerful thing, and I wanted to look at it for a moment. See, it's Rachel Naomi Remen who teaches me about this wish or this hope or this dream most acutely in the way she talks about the awe and power of the life force. She says it enables thin blades of grass to grow up through concrete sidewalks, such is the will of this organism, this organic material. It can find its way up through concrete, looking for the open spaces and creating bigger ones. It seemed to me a metaphor for life. She emphasizes that we cut ourselves off from the power of the life force when we edit ourselves in accordance with the approval and disapproval of others. She says the life force, which is the basis of authentic healing, is our birthright as human beings. And it seems to me that life force is what we were wishing on to another, whether it be a sports figure or someone else who is in dire circumstances. But it it also seemed to me that this is something we could all use in our everyday lives. This is the value of hidden things. She says, most people have come to prefer certain of life's experiences and deny and reject others, unaware of the value of the hidden things that may come wrapped in plain and even ugly paper. In avoiding all pain and seeking comfort at all costs, we may be left without intimacy or compassion, she writes. In rejecting change and risk, we often cheat ourselves of the quest. In denying our suffering, we may never know our strength or our greatness. This is something that we learn about a team player and we learn about the power of a team, their collective wishes for their teammate, and it 
was in the suffering of that teammate that a strength and a light is revealed. And all over the world, people were expressing wishes and hopes and dreams for DeMar Hamlin. What if we could utilize that small, much smaller, a microcosm of that in our daily lives? What do I mean by that? Dr. Remen has utilized a circle. She created a, uh, a place where cancer uh, patients can express themselves. They each are going through some form of cancer, and she says that at the end of a, a weekend together, they will form a circle. And she asks... One person, they begin with one person in the circle, and she asks that everyone in the circle direct a silent prayer, a hope, a wish for the dreams of this person that they're all concentrating on. And they give that a moment. And that person sits there. She says, most often people will close their eyes. And they're directing all of their focus on that one person. And then it's the next person's turn and the next person as they go around the circle. Well, she came to the idea that the same thing ought to be done for the doctors who treat these patients. And in teaching doctors, she's repeated this circle where one is the center of attention. Everyone takes a moment to silently send a prayer, a hope, a wish for this person's dreams and well-being. She says her circle ritual with the doctors, there's momentary silence as they wish make this wish. And she notices that often the eyes of these doctors are filled with tears that their cheeks are wet at the end of this as each one takes a turn receiving the silent wishes and prayers and hopes. And when she asked one doctor, what, what was it about that that brought tears to your eyes? She said, I've never been wished well by another physician. Rachel Naomi Remen says she forgot in those words, she forgot how much competition and isolation is part of doctors' lives or the need to fill a role of healing or to be seen as a supernova talent with powers. How lonely is this profession at times? And the power of their colleagues wishing them well brought tears to their eyes. I've never been wished well by another physician, says one doctor. And the others nodded. What what if the rest of us, how often are we wished well in our respective lives? Or do we wish others well? Every now and again? Perhaps never? Do others make room for us and vice versa? Could we use a ritual of well-wishing every now and again? Some do this through other means, at the end of a yoga class or mindfulness groups. Well, this recent injury 
by football player Damar Hamlin suddenly snapped everyone back from the entertainment of sport to the reality that people could die playing a game. Everyone, networks, commentators, players, coaches, fans, for that moment were united in wishing someone well and still, It ought not take such dire circumstances to make it a practice of wishing others well, do you think? And I had to ask myself, how might we incorporate it on a less intense moment? At a dinner or a gathering or a prayer group or a family outing or an evening with friends, just just not a prayer group, rather a care group. A moment when each one gets the juice, the attention, the intention to thrive. Remen writes, life offers its wisdom generously. Everyone teaches. Not everyone learns. Let me repeat that. Life offers its wisdom generously. Everything teaches. Not everyone learns. When we set aside a moment or a series of them every now and again to share wishes for the dreams of others and receive their wishes back, we are drawing from life's wisdom and we are allowing ourselves an openness to something very powerful, according to Remen. What is that? To learn. By the way, What was it that Rachel wrote in praising my first novel, for which this podcast is named? She wrote, In all that matters, Jan Goldstein reminds us of the special bond between us and our grandchildren, our power to know and transmit to them the meaning and value of their lives. This is a book, she wrote, for anyone who has ever doubted that love can heal or little old ladies can be heroes. Rachel Naomi Remen is in her 80s, still opening up light to others, still showing us how to wish well for others, still pointing us to how to learn. She says, I remind us how little old ladies can be heroes. Let me tell you something. She is a hero. She's the hero, and others like her. Life offers its wisdom generously. Everything teaches. Not everyone learns. Let us not be amongst the group that doesn't learn. In the coming week and weeks, let us say a prayer, a hope, a dream for another. Let us feel the strength of those hopes towards ourselves. And may we, in doing so, in some small way, help the world to learn. I'm Jan Goldstein. Until next week, this is all that matters. (laughs) 